Blog Talk Radio. Cracking natties. Cracking natties. Cracking natties. Let's crack some natties. Good morning. Uh, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it today, all right? We got a lot to get to. And I got two weeks worth of work here. And I think I've got it narrowed down. I mean, there might be a few holes in it, but I, I've got this list. I made this bracket, I, blood, sweat, and tears, the whole, the whole cliche, you know, was put into this. And, um, you know, it's really fun. There's fucking ants in here. It's, what in the, it's really fun to do things that like the worst things ever or the worst band ever, you know, things that it's funny to make, make fun of stuff and, and it makes for an entertaining show, you know, I think to some extent. But, you know, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, man, what about like, what about awesome things? Not, not just like awesome stuff like, you know, pizza and shit like that, but badassery. It's a new word. Have you heard of it? And I first, when I heard the word badassery, I'm like, that's stupid. It's really dumb. And maybe it still is, but it kind of sums up what we're doing here today and tomorrow and probably the next couple of weeks. Cause I don't know how long it's going to take to get through this. I've got 64 things, people, places, nouns pretty much. And I've, I've got them listed out and this is hard to do. There are, there are so many things that, that are badass and you can date back all the way into ancient times or stuff that happened yesterday. And I've got to make a confession. I have been hanging out with my neighbor a lot lately. So there's some things on this list that might not have been on the list six weeks ago. And I'm, I'm, I'm also not going to lie. We've been listening to a lot of country music. Okay. And so this is badass right now. Not, it's all time, but it's just how it is right now. And I don't know what else to do besides get right into it. Now, when you start with the six, oh, did you see the NFL schedule came out? I got to go to all of them. Unbelievable. Four primetime games. Are you ready for some football? All right. I don't know if I am. Maybe I like the way things are right now. You know what? Shut her down. Keep her shut down. Keep on living. You know, starting to open my eyes to a whole lot of new things like, uh, well, nothing good, but still, life isn't, you know, it's all right. But badass, and you can call it badassery if you want, or you cannot, but I, I think we can just get right into it in, in this that I've been figuring out for two weeks. The first thing on this list. And we're starting with the 16 seeds, as always. The worst of the best. He's a golfer, and I know what you're thinking. 
Tiger Woods. No. All right. When you, yeah, Tiger Woods might be a badass, but he's like, this isn't, you're going to find out that this is a different level, level of badassery. All right. Yeah. Tiger Woods is probably the greatest golfer of all time. Neato. You think Michael Jordan's on this list? Nope. All right. Because there's a difference between badass and other kind of badass. All right. So that's why the first 16 seed is Craig Stadler. What? What? Oh, I don't know. Just some sawed-off guy with a mustache nicknamed the Walrus who can't even golf, won the Masters in 82, won like nine tour championships in like 50 years. The guy doesn't care about anything. He made it into golf by smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey, all right? The guy's he's probably a 12 handicap. Never makes the cut. Snuck into the Masters in 82. Won it. All right? That is the kind of badass that we're here for. All right? Craig Stadler. Tiger Woods? Oh, yeah, he won 50 majors. All right? He, he won. He, he's God's gift to golfing. Yeah, but has he nicknamed the Walrus? All right? You think Wayne Gretzky's on this list because he's nicknamed the Great One? No. All right? If you want to do cool best athletes of all time. Yeah, we can do that list and I'll bore you to tears. Okay. Do you even know who Craig Stadler is? Google Craig Stadler and try, try to keep your shirt on ladies. All right. The guy is five foot, nothing. He's huge. He's got the coolest. There's a lot of guys with mustaches on this list. All right. Now I remember doing a bracket like, two months ago where mustaches was something you shouldn't have. It's a whole new meaning. Now the COVID's here. Mustaches are back. Craig Stadler is it. This is the first thing on this list. And I already got him winning a few, maybe who's Craig Stadler. I don't know. Look him up or don't bother looking him up because the next guy on this list is even less of a no name than Craig Stadler, which makes him even more badass. I'm going to tell you his name. You want to talk about Craig Stadler all day? Fine, I'm in, all right? That guy's just cool, all right? You want to put Tiger Woods up on a pedestal, and you want to put Craig Stadler up on a pencil, all right? The guy bleeds awesome. One major, nine tour championships in 50 years, nothing. Hall of Famer? Nope. Who cares? Hall of Fame's for shitheads. There was a guy taken number one overall in the 1985 NHL draft. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, probably somebody like, uh, I don't know, Brett Hull, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, No, no. When you think about hockey in the 80s and 90s, these guys were on a different level, okay? They didn't give a damn. And that's why... You're Google, and I can hear the I can hear the keys clacking right now. 1985 over on all draft pick. You're like he can't be talking about Wendell Clark, can he? About 13 years ago, my buddy from Canada, who I call Canada, makes me watch YouTube videos for an hour about Wendell Clark, a guy nobody's ever heard of. And after watching 10 minutes of videos, I said this is the greatest hockey player that ever lived. Wendell Clark. He's nobody. You know what his nickname is? It's Captain Crunch. And tell me 
that your head is still on your shoulders after hearing that. Wendell Clark, the baddest man on the planet. YouTube his videos. The guy didn't care about anything. Captain Crunch, sign him up. He's number one when you talk about hockey greats. All he did was fight, and he couldn't skate. He couldn't even skate. How many goals did he score in his career? I have no idea. Four? No idea. But all that guy did was get out on the ice and start, excuse my language, fucking people up. And that's what we're here for. This is the second thing on the list. Craig Stadler and Wendell Clark, these guys should be number one seeds meeting in the finals. Or should they? They're 16 seeds. I care more about 16 seeds than I do anything for some reason. And then all of a sudden you get to the 15s, 14s, and you just start like overlapping. Like, yeah, yeah, how did this guy, you know, how does this make the list? But when you can start a show with guys that you've never heard of, like Craig Stadler and Wendell Clark, and you know nobody got away with calling him Wendy because you got your dick knocked in the dirt if you did. It's Wendell Clark, all right? Now, my dad's name is Wendell, all right? And he almost made this list. But you know what? Figuratively speaking, he's on here somewhere. Just wait. It might take three or four weeks to get to it. And this is Wendell with one L, by the way. So stop screwing around. This is, he's like, when his mother gave birth to him, she's like, Let's, what's the quickest name out of here? Wendell. All right, should we put two L's on it? I don't have that kind of time. This kid's skating out of me, and he's going right into the big leagues. 1985, number one overall pick, Captain Crunch, Wendell Clark. The third 16 seed. Are you still with me? Minds are going to be blown today, tomorrow. I might have to do a show every day for the rest of the year to get through all these. We can stop now. My heart's racing. I've got to take a break and take a drink. Hold on. Oh, man. I do not drive motorcycles. I'm not a big fan of motorcycles. This is my segue into the next 16 seed, by the way. Sometimes I don't even like people who do drive motorcycles. I was out in the driveway with a guy I never met before yesterday, and he was talking to me about his Harley Davidson. I'm like, man, you might as well be showing me trigonometry, all right? I don't get it. I probably can't even ride a motorcycle. But the third number 16 seed, and I don't even know if this is politically correct because I don't know anything about motorcycles. They're called ape hangers. You know what I'm talking about? The guys, I'm doing it right now, they've got their arms completely extended all the way in the air, and they've got their feet all the way back. And you talk about the definition of not giving a damn about nothing. These guys usually support an overly large goatee. They're usually pretty short. And I don't think you want to meet them in a dark alley or a bowling alley, all right? Is there another term besides ape hanger? I mean, I I, I think that's what it is. I don't like motorcycles. They're too loud. They go too fast. They're dangerous. Okay, here comes the dad in me, all right? Here comes the dad in me. They they scare the shit out of me. I've been on like two, all right? And there's nothing sexy about a grown man on the back of a motorcycle, all right? Holding on for dear life. But then you got a guy that cruises up in his 79 Honda, fuck, I don't know what it is. And he's got, the, he's, got, he's got his arms all the way up in the air. And he's always nodding his head. Like he's always like, everything's going to be all right. You know, it's like Wooderson's just all right, all right. He's not on the list. But motorcycles, 
with the handlebars sky high. And how do you ride that for longer than three minutes without your shoulders starting on fire? These guys are going cross country, not giving a damn about anything, stopping in every bar. And how come people that do motorcycle crawls aren't completely shit faced all the time? Maybe there's something, maybe I'm missing out about something in this motorcycle world. These guys are just laid back, not a goddamn care in the world. It's just, yep, kiss my ass, screw her, don't care about nothing. Take the kids, take the car, take the house. I'm, I got all I need right here in, in my pants, right? I am not on this list because I cannot, that's a 16 seat, and I cannot achieve that level of badass. I know you're with me. Oh, we got to tone things down a little bit for the last 16th. Eight hanger motorcycle. Yes. That's a tough 16 seed. That plays a number one seed. I'm not going to get to the number one seeds today or tomorrow. Maybe ever. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can't facilitate that much information. Let me talk to you about a an invention that I think is so underrated, overappreciated by me. You know, you've got a spoon, right? And spoons are cool. They get the job done all the time. I love spoons. But then you got forks. Forks are great. What are you talking about, man? Cutlery? What are we doing here? Some son of a bitch somewhere, probably in Germany, it's like, you know what? Whatever happens in an instant where you don't want to be clinging so much silverware around all the time, is there one thing that we can combine and make it a lot easier so you can eat cereal and poke steak with one, one swipe? Yeah, it sounds like a good idea, but you, you're a madman for even thinking that. What would you even call it? I don't know. A spork? Whoa. You, you don't even realize. I think Taco Bell was the first ones to come out with it. Genius. A spork. I remember the first time I saw one. It's like, you know, the first time I ever watched Goonies or something like that. That's the first movie that fucking came into your head, by the way. The Godfather, all right? Never seen it. But a spork. This is amazing. So I can, I can poke at my nacho fries and scoop up my loose taco meat. I, you might be thinking to yourself, this is ridiculous. A spork, it's just a spoon and a fork. Yeah, really? You don't see anybody combining a knife and scissors or anything crazy like that. Or, or, or like, what's another utensil? A straw and a, I don't know, a spoon? That's stupid. That's just a mess. You can't do anything like a, like a spoon and a fork. Tell me you haven't been eating cereal and stabbing chicken nuggets because there's a whole different level of fat that goes into liking a spork this much too you know i'm not crazy i wasn't born yesterday all right that's the 16 seeds and i mean i can should we keep going about sporks ape hanger motorcycles wendell clark with one l and craig stadler I mean, I'd go to the phones, but nobody's there, and that is totally fine because I don't give a damn about your opinion when it comes to those four things. Tip of the iceberg. That's just the tip. We've just barely touched in. 
We're just getting started. All right. Quick breather. Maybe. Nope. Let's just keep going. Just heard there might be some connection issues. Oh, really? Wow. I wouldn't have it any other way. 15 seeds. The very first one. Sailor tattoos. All right. Now, anybody can get a tattoo. All right. You're, it's a free country. You could get a tattoo on your ass. Guilty. You can get one on your back, fucking tramp stamp on your face. You have the ability, the American right to do whatever you want. But if you get a fucking tattoo of a hook or a naked lady on your forearm, you better have a, a fathom of sea stories. You better be an old sailor. You better be a boatswain's mate. Uh, boatswain's? Boatsman's? I don't know. Sailors are cool, man. My brother-in-law, Tony, is a Navy man. And I said, man, you are a top Navy dog. You are the biggest dick in the Navy. You got to get a sailor tattoo. And I think he even thinks, not yet, man. Just cool off for a second. There's, there's, there's restrictions and there's rules in getting a sailor tattoo. And you can get, like, th- th- there are guys that are 75 years old. They've got a naked lady on the forearm with, like, double D boobs. And you never met a more proud guy. He's like, yeah, I got that one back in, back in 47 after we took Japan. My math might be a little off here, but he's like, yeah, wouldn't trade it for anything. God bless America. All right, lost a lot of good men over there. Yeah, so I got this naked lady. I don't even know her name. Met her one night. She took me for a ride. She took me for a cruise around the ocean. That night, we both got matching tattoos. Somewhere there's a Japanese lady with my picture on her forearm. Sailors, man. Sailor tattoos. Don't you even think about getting something on your forearm if you didn't serve at least 50 years in the Navy and and didn't hit somebody with an anchor. Sailors are cool. Sometimes, they, I don't know if they get a bad name or not. You know, they wear sailors, sailor tattoos. Not sailors, all right? Sailors are badass, but sailor tattoos. Number The first number 15 seed, a 15 seed. Sailor tattoos, it's like the, it's like the definition of badass. You know you've made it. I can't walk into a tattoo parlor and say, yeah, give me a, give me one of those anchors right here on my forearm. Give me an anchor on that. No, they won't do it. Like there's a rule, even tattoo artists, crazy fucking tattoo artists. Like there's a rule. You better show me some stripes, man. Sailor tattoos. Switching gears back to the sporting world and this next slowing down a bit, if you will. Basketball has lost its, rhythm if you ask me it used to be a game that guys you know you didn't even have to be that talented all right and I've got a lot of basketball on this entire list but I I wanted to open up the first thing that has to do with basketball and I just the sky hook is a lost art okay you think about guys, I mean, you pretty much just go to the Lakers, all right? Kareem, Magic, 
all those guys. Nobody was shooting threes. Nobody was – Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was eight foot, one inch tall, and he never dunked. I don't even know if he could. He came into the league, and he was already like 40 years old, and he played for 30 years. But that guy, you, 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 there is nothing prettier than a guy in shorts up to his balls just getting the ball down low, taking four steps, and just letting it go, the old sky hook. And Kareem used to get that. He used to start that thing low. I mean, it was like almost like it was a trick shot. The guy had it mastered. They're, they're, and, and the reason why this plays so dear to my heart right now because they're playing all these old games on – I've never had more fun watching basketball. You know, the sky hook is, is an absolute. Yeah, I was pretty good at it back in the day. Just so you know, I called it a baby hook. It was virtually unstoppable and I wasn't even good at basketball, but when you need the rock down low, yeah, I might, like I said, I'm going to play the jukebox down there. All right. I'm going to pass it. I'm going to dish it back out. I'm going to twirl it around. We're going to go in the blender. I'd sometimes fake, fake one way, and then I'd baby up the other way. Never saw myself on film, but it had to be like watching porno. What? No. But the skyhook is a lost treasure. Nobody even does anymore because nobody fucking knows how to. All right? You go watch some old Lakers basketball highlights. Not one three was ever taken, and nobody – I don't even think Magic Johnson could dunk. These guys are all 10 feet tall. There's a lot of basketball on this list because there's a lot of badassery about basketball. Hey, guess what? Jordan's not on the list. There's some basketball teams here, and I've got a long ways to go to get to them. I know what you're thinking because of the last dance and that awesome documentary going on. You're like, man, he's got the, he's got the 90, he's got the 94, 97 bowls on it. Nope. They're not on it. Nothing about Chicago basketball is on this list there's nothing cool about jordan driving in and dishing out to steve kerr all right jordan scoring 60 points is awesome jordan getting it down low to bill wennington or stacy purdue will purdue that's not badass all right listen bill wennington isn't a badass all right i don't know him personally steve kerr i doubt that cool John Paxson, he just sounds like white bread. That's not badass. I got some other basketball stuff on here. It's coming up in a little bit. The Skyhook, though. That's number 15. That's number 15 seed. I'm a little embarrassed about this next 15 seed, but you know what? I'm not embarrassed at all because it's my list. It's my job to sort this out. And when you think about should there be a cat, an actual animal cat on this list. And I'm not talking about the shithead tiger king. I'm done with that. All right. It's over. I'm talking about when you think about cats, there's no such thing as a badass cat. Not Tony, the tiger. No, he's good. Okay. All right. Who am I talking about? Who's the most badass cat you can think of? I know what you're thinking. There's nobody cooler. Than Garfield. He's actually on this list. He's a 15 seed. Garfield, what, what is this, story time? What is this, Nickelodeon? No, F you, all right? Name one person you know that can lay in a box. He sleeps in a lasagna pan and eats lasagna. That guy doesn't give a shit about anything. And if he could talk in real life, he'd say, fuck you, all right? 
And I'm sorry for cursing, but that's how badass Garfield is. You're talking about that orange cat? Yeah, I am. His, his owner, John, couldn't control this guy. He, fuck, he hates Mondays. He hates people. I mean, this is, this is everything. This is every guy's dream to lay in bed all day and eat lasagna. That shit comes out of the oven piping hot, and he doesn't give a damn. Garfield's never burned his tongue. He doesn't have any friends. John can't handle him. John's the worst cat owner ever, by the way. He screws up too much. And where's the, where's the lady in his life at? John might be swinging the other way. Garfield's badass. I'm just saying, he is. That's one cool cat. There isn't another cat cooler than that. Felix the cat. Sylvester the cat. No. I mean, these guys are all right. But Garfield is, when you think cats... It doesn't get better than Garfield. Am I right? I've told you before that I told you before the show that uh, or during at the beginning that I've been hanging out with my with my neighbor a lot, and and this is the first. This brings me to the first uh, person on this list: country music singer. And if it wasn't for my neighbor, we'll call him Colby. All right, just say that's his name. This guy wouldn't be on the list or anybody's list. And he's also, he's not even on this list because he's no longer with us. We lost him to the COVID, believe it or not. Yeah, I'm saying it. He was a different freaking kind of human. That guy was fully mustached, fully fat, had like, what, eight top ten hits? I'm pulling figures out of my ass. When he died, he wanted to be propped up beside the jukebox. All right. Brad just got off the line because is it because of Joe Diffie? Is that why you got off the line, Brad? All right, that's fine. It's okay. Maybe you just don't understand him like I do. Yeah, he's no longer with us. And there's a certain specific reason why Joe Diffie is on this list. And he should be higher after I read you this. And gosh, bless my neighbor for showing me this and, and, and showing me the, the life of Joe Diffie. So, and I quote, her name was Heather Jimenez. And she quotes, back in 87, he and I had a one night stand. That cowboy was very well hung. Unfortunately, he never called me back. Heaven gained another 10 inches. Holy shit. Joe Diffie, Joe Diffie Colt, to put on pants is walking around singing country music and having one night stands. Was he married? Don't know. She quotes, we are back in 87. We had a one night stand. That cowboy was well hung. Propped that guy up in the hall of fame. Joe Diffie, 15 seed rounding out the 15 seeds. The guy this isn't fair because when I put these on Twitter, nobody listens to the show. So everybody's going to be like, Joe Diffie, who the fuck? Why, why? Why? But if you knew what I knew about Joe, Joe different? Not really. Besides the fact that he's got a meat packing plant down there. All right. Joe crazy. Joe exotic is a pussy compared to Joe Diffie. There's no other Joes. All right. Joe Diffie. Hall of Famer. 
maybe two number one hits. doesn't matter. This isn't about Hall of Fames and number ones, and it's not. It's about guys like Joe, Joe Difference Makers, all right? Joe Sixpack, that's what they were talking about, Joe Diffie, all right? There's nothing special about the guy besides the fact that he's carrying around a hammer, all right? And it's just too bad he's not still around him, you know, to find another Heather Jimenez. Bless you for saying that. Bless you for telling your side of the story, Heather. You're a true queen, Joe Diffie. Let's, you know what? Goddamn, son of a bitch. Joe Diffie, everybody. Yeah. What a hero. 14. Can you even move on from that? Wow. I'll take a call if somebody wants to chat. We've only gotten through eight. You don't have to come. Please don't. Don't humor me on how we've gone, how we've done so far. I lost Brad when I started talking about Joe Diffie. Guess what, Brad? I'm in charge of music this year on Ragbrad. Tuesday might be Diffy Day. What are you going to do about that? Find a Diffy Ragbrad team, if that's the case. All right? Now, I just don't feel like these hold a candle now all of a sudden after talking about that. I, I, I like a guy that's committed to something, even if it's a, a bad habit. Now, anybody can just go to a convenience store and, you know, buy a can of chew or a a, a pack of Red Man. I mean, that's cool. But the commitment you have when you walk in there and you buy a log of chew, I can't help but respect you. I mean, bless your lip for going through that whole log of chew. I, I think... Yeah, chewing's cool. It's awful. It looks, it looks, it smells good. I, I tried it in eighth grade. I'm not on the list, folks. I can't chew. I'll burn one. Maybe I'm burning one right now. I don't know. But you, if I put a dip in, I'm going to hop in Corbin's crib and take a nap after I throw up. There's a different level of, like I said, badassery when it comes to tobacco products. Chick smoke, all right? There's nothing cool about that. Well, there might be. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, sir, can I help you? Yeah, let's see. Give me a, I don't know. I got this uh, case of beer here, two pieces of pizza. Why don't you go ahead and give me a, give me a log of Skull Wintergreen Fine Cut, Short Cut, Shit Cut, Short. I have no idea what that means. Fine Cut, Long Cut. I don't know. There's, I, I think you're, a different level of a human if you can buy a log of chew. And you know what, man? You know what? Don't just buy a can if you're going to buy another one, right? I've maybe bought two cartons of cigarettes in my life, and I've, it's a commitment because you think to yourself, like, if I buy a whole log of chew, that means this whole log of chew is going to go in my upper or bottom lip. Are they still putting it in the upper for – are they still putting it behind their ears, in their toes? Was that in the 80s? Just buy a log. If you can handle it, you should have to be at least 43 years old to buy a log of chew just because like, whoa, sir, do you own a farm? Okay. There's a checklist. If you can buy a log of chew, how old is your tractor? Anything after 2003, you are not allowed to buy a log of chew. You must have something in the seventies 
you must have at least three broken down combines by your shed. You have to be a farmer or know somebody that's a really big farmer. And you can't be too rich either. You need to be kind of, can't have, you can't be wealthy and buy a log of chew. That's just embarrassing. Like, what are you really going to do with this? Huh? You're just going to throw it out the window after you buy it. You, you really got to, there's certain standards to buying a log of chew, and I think it's badass. First actor. Why did I, why is he on the list? I know why. Because he's freaking crazy. That's why. Billy Bob Thornton. Yep, that's right. This guy's an actor. And I think every part he's ever played is how he actually is in real life. I think he's a fall-down, drunk, crazy-ass, swinging dick. Cra- just, have you seen Bad Santa? It's so bad. And that's, that's Billy Bob Thornton in a nutshell. Yeah, he might have coached a football team in one movie, but that wasn't him. He barely took that role. They offered him like $40 million to do He's like, I know you want to play the fall-down drunk that does drugs and screws women. I think he won an Oscar for playing a special guy. After interviewed, he said, I don't know, I was being myself, Billy Bob Thornton. He was screwing what's-her-name, got a tattoo of him. How badass do you have to be for, for a chick to get your name that when you know it's probably not going to work? Like when she was in, when she was in the tattoo chair, Billy's like, you know, this isn't going to work out right. She's like, I don't care. It's like, I'm doing it for you. John Voight's daughter or something like that. Billy Bob Thornton's a badass. I don't have to spend all day talking about him. Is he up there in the, along the lines of a log of chew? I think it's perfect. I think it's a perfect 14 seed. You know, is he going to get out of the first round? I don't know. Maybe he might have the legs to do it. Let me see who he's playing. Oh, no chance. But you never know. That's why we play the game. Billy Bob Thornton deserves to be on the list. All right? I'm not going to apologize. Have you seen, yeah, the Armageddon? My God, that's as sane. That's as sane as he gets. That was 1998. That was 22 years ago. That's good acting because that's the best movie ever. This is one order you shouldn't follow, and you fucking know it. That's the only that's the only F word in Armageddon. That's powerful. He knows when to say the F word, and he says it a lot. I'm sorry that I'm saying it so much, but when you got Billy Bob, it's Thornton, by the way, not Thornton. Thornton. Get that shit right. Moving on. I'm a natty light guy, if you may or may not know. A six-pack of tall boys is okay. A 12-pack is seriously like what we call snack size. Nobody buys them. Don't buy them. Nobody has ever been satisfied with 12 beers, all right? You get an 18-pack, it's probably going to be gone in a day and a half. All right, so get a case of beer. That'll last for a little bit. And then some genius. Like, well, we got a case of beer. Well, other than that, they're just going to have to buy a pony keg or something or a keg or something like that. And then some beautiful genius said, hey, what if we threw another six pack in that case of beer and rounded it out to make it an even 30? That's perfect. It'll be a cube and we'll call it a 30 rack. 30 rack and natty. A 30 rack of beer. Because I know there's other... I think Miller High Life, I have one, but shit's disgusting. A 30 rack of natty, that's all you need. 
Well, get a couple of them at least. 30-pack of beer is completely awesome. I mean, what are they going to come out with next? A 34-pack? No, that's ridiculous, all right? There's such thing as too much beer in one case, in one cube. All right, 30 is the perfect number. Whoever thought about that, you are a genius. So 30 rack. What do you got there, Case? Nice try. A 12-pack? Go put a shirt on because you are a woman. 12-pack, there shouldn't be no such thing as a 12 An 18-pack's all right if you didn't have a couple beers. Case? Okay. 30-pack's on a different level, man. I don't make the rules. Well, I do, kind of, but it's simple truth. You know what? We should go back and do the worst things ever, and a 12-pack of beer would be on it, like a solid five seed. 30-rack of beer. This next one is I don't know how badass it is it's pretty badass and and, and if you're a and if you're a father of the bride you have a choice to make if you're going to make your daughter's big day badass awesome or just normal so that's why free beer and wine (laughs) it's so stupid free beer and wine at a wedding is the final 14 seed and people see free beer and wine. They're like, wow, only a 14 seed. Yeah. It's a big list. It's tough. All right. Dad, spend the extra money, make everybody happy. Nobody's ever come home from a $3 beer wedding reception. It's like, you know what? That was a pretty good time. Nobody. They're like, that fucking sucked. I spent $90 and I don't even know her. All right. There's no way they make it. And I dropped 90 bucks for beer and wine or you could be father of the year like you know what honey on your big day i'm gonna make sure everybody gets so goddamn twisted and shit-faced we're gonna do it you ready we're gonna have free beer and wine and all of a sudden confetti bottle rockets everything shoots out no dad this is the greatest day of my life this how can i ever repay you just get out of my just get out of my hair free beer and wine have a great life Free beer and wine gets expensive, especially when you got all your buddies. I've been, I've been a part of free beer and wine. Stumbled out of a lot of them. I don't know if there was free beer and wine at mine. I think there was. I hope there was. I don't remember. But I know if you're, if, I know, I know if you're one of my dad's daughters, that's, that shit's covered, all right? Free beer and wine. Wine sucks, but you know what? It's free. Take a bottle. Take the whole damn bottle if you want. You know what? Throw in mixed drinks, too. Screw them. Everything's free. Open bar, dude. Open bar. That's badass. Should it be open bar or should it be free beer and wine? I don't know. I started with free beer and wine at a wedding. I think I'm going to keep it that way. So what? Mixers are 350 Drink beer, shithead. You don't need vodka that bad, do you? Do you? Stop it. Get a Budweiser. It's the same fucking thing. Get a Cabernet or a Merlot. And you know what? Break the bottle over your head because that's where this night's going. Have you ever been to a wedding reception with free beer and wine where there wasn't an enormous fight between the best man and the groom? It's awesome. Everybody shows their true colors at free beer and wine. How's the wedding? I don't know. The groom ended up in jail. It's the fucking best night of my life. Those guys are going to be so happy. Everybody got pregnant. Nobody remembers. It's the best time of my life. 
Lager Chew, Billy Bob Thornton, 30 Rack of Beer, Free Beer and Wine. I think I made a pretty good case for the 14 seeds. I think they deserve to be here. Phone lines are wide open. <laughs> are you still with me? Is it fun? It's 40 minutes of nonstop hits. And you get to the 13. So we did a Lager Chew. All right. That was a 14 seed. You know I got to have something that, to deal with smokes. I'm not a smoker. I smoke every once in a while, okay? I don't, like I said earlier, I do not have the manpower or the badass parts to buy a carton of cigarettes. Almost the same stipulations apply in buying a log of chew. Have you ever declared bankruptcy? If not, no, you may not buy a carton of cigarettes. I need to know that you've got a junkyard full of shit that you just let people dump off there. I, I, I'm not calling you a hillbilly because I'm sure you're a good person, but there are certain, there's just certain levels of man that you have to be. A women buying a carton of cigarettes, that's ah, just crazy. You're really going to smoke all those? Oh, how many, what is it, 200 cigarettes? Ma'am, just buy a pack or two. But when this dude walks in with overalls on and a, a hat that says, Winston Cup Series, 1991. Just give them the carton of cigarettes and don't ask any more questions. All right? So thirsty. My gosh. So, yeah, I got carton of smokes, one higher than a log of chew. What are we talking about? I think we're totally off, 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 off the cuff now because these are badass things. Carton of cigarettes? That's awful. A big gear change here coming up. Carton of Smokes, good 13 seed, solid 13 seed. Can it get out of the first round? That's going to be tough. Woohoo! That's going to be fun. We we talked about Wendell Clark earlier in the show. He was a hockey player. We've got another hockey. I got a hockey team here. This is a whole group of guys. It's the 1995s. Oh, boy. This should be good. Hold on. Hello. Bob. Can you hear me, Bob? I can. Well, good. I'm, you're coming in perfect here. Hey, I'm going to tell you what, man. Import, I've seen the time in porta potties come in pretty darn handy. Um, Are we talking about the same show? <laughs> I don't know. What, why are you I don't talking know. I'm talking about the opposite of porta potty. My God. <laughs> hey, Dad, are you, are you listening to the show live? Oh my God. I thought I was. All right. That was my dad, everybody. That was Wendell uh, talking about porta potties. Two uh, six weeks ago, we did that show. Wendell. Come on, I'm just getting into the 1995 what? And Dad says, I know a time when porta potties come in handy. Yeah, me too. We've all been there. And if you listen to that show, you know the good and the bad of porta potties. It won the whole thing, by the way, in my book. Hey, I know a time when porta potties come in handy. Really? I'm talking about the 1995 Detroit Red Wings here. And Dad's calling, talking about shitters. What in the world? He's listening to the wrong show. That's awesome. That's badass right there, Daddy-O. 
What is so damn special about the 1995 Detroit Red Wings? Where do you want me to start? All right. Now, I know we weren't talking about number ones, but these guys were number one. They won 62 games in 95. That's like 13 losses or something like that. Who'd they have on their team? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. The original grinder, Paul Coffey, Sergei Fedorov, Steve Iserman, Igor Larinov, Vladimir Konstantinov. Have you ever heard this much Russia? Ever? Listen to these guys' names. Sergei Fedorov. Okay, no thanks. Pass. You win. Steve Iserman, the guy who's a complete psycho. Igor Larinov, name one time you've been interacted, you've interacted with a guy named Igor and he hasn't ripped your head off and shit down your neck. Can you name me one time? Is this Bryce? Yes, sir. What's up, man? Did you hear my dad call in talking about the last week's show or two weeks ago? What's with that? Well, guy? yeah, I want to know what what do you got against porta potties? I think they're the I I you we do and Metallica. Yeah, yeah. And what about Metallica for crying out loud? God hey, damn it! I can't, I can't believe a pizza buffet lost in the first round. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And pineapples on pizza, dude. <laughs> oh, man, you got to love it. <laughs> I don't know what That's to do. That's all I got. Party. I just wish your dad is hilarious. He's the greatest. <laughs> hey, love you, and I'll, I'll talk to you later on tonight, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. yeah I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, bye. What's wrong with porta potties? Oh, and Bryce interrupts me talking about my beloved 95 Red Wings. Paul Coffey, Sergei Fedorov, Steve Eiserman, Igor Larinov, Vladimir Konstantinov, Dino Cicerelli, by the way. Oh, all right. So did they have any defense? I don't know. Chris Osgood? You couldn't play Sega. Listen, I was a Canucks guy, all right, because I like speed. But if you go to Detroit Wagon, they're like 95 in every category on Sega. So fast, so good. It's the best hockey team of all time, and here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Are you ready for it? Swept by the Devils in the Stanley Cup. That doesn't matter, all right? I've got other teams on this list. I got a team that didn't make the playoffs. I'm not talking about greats. Yeah, the the Bulls aren't on it, okay? We're talking about badass. These guys, these Russian vodka-slugging absolute murderers, Paul Coffey, Grinder, oh my God, Fedorov, Iserman, Larinov, Konstantinov, Cicerelli. That is the sweetest. That's those names are the most badass names in hockey history. I only wish Wendell Clark was on that team. They might have won it all. They might not have gotten swept. That's for sure. Ninety-five Red Wings. That that is. I think it's the only hockey team I got on here. Oh, what, the the USA team that wins gold medals? I, I couldn't name a guy on the team. Sorry. 
And yeah, I did bet Canada that game. I just thought, you know what? When it comes to when it comes to gambling, you got to go with your heart. Thought Canada had a better team. Listen, nobody likes America more than I do. I love it. God bless. There's a lot of American stuff on this list because I love it. Like a gambler, you know. It wasn't that much money. A couple grand. No big deal. Back to country music. There's a guy back in the 70s, 80s, who indirectly, every single song, was, excuse my language, talking about pussy, all right? Vagina. And he got away with it. Because I don't think anybody really understood. This guy was a coxman. All right? He wore jeans that are so damn tight, you know, you could, the imprint was right there. You don't think I'm talking about Conway Twitty, do you? Who's Conway Twitty? I don't know. Look him up. Try Googling him and see if your phone doesn't crack because he's so awesome. Tight fitting jeans is maybe one of the greatest country songs ever. And he's talking about her private parts. All right. There's a tiger in these tight fitting jeans. What do you think he's talking about? And you can say that on the radio back in the 80s. And darling, there's a tiger in these tight fitting jeans. Like, hey, by the way, cover the microphone. Fucking Conway's talking about pussy and they're playing it on the goddamn radio. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Just go with it. Every goddamn song this guy has, he's talking about fucking vaginas. What are we going to do? Just let him. The guy was a killer. All right. He died way too young. Conway Twitty. Conway Twitter. An absolute icon, an absolute legend of country music. Every song was good. And that guy could croon. You know what crooning is? No, I bet you don't. Because only he could do it like that. That son of a bitch, Conway Twitty. I can't do anything with this guy. He only talks about his fucking this and that and that. Guy, the guy should have had two dicks, all right, where Conway Twitty was. A 13 seed is absolutely outrageous, all right? And I know, and I know when I put him on Twitter, the juvenile followers will not understand how great Conway Twitty was. Absolute legend. Deserves to be higher, but you know what? I put a lot of damn time and work in, into seeding these guys, and it's, it's probably fitting. I tell you what. Goddamn Conway Twitty. Son of a bitch. Every other word. So good. The next, listen, you better have a yard of beef in your pants if you buy a yard of beef at the grocery store. There is a serious commitment when you're buying a yard of beef. You ever tried to eat a yard of beef? Listen, a yard of beef is, that's just so much meat. I mean, Conway Twitty was even like, that's a lot. A whole yard of beef, summer sausage, so good. I I could try to eat a whole yard of beef. You you have to you have to be at least six feet tall to buy a yard of beef. You need to weigh somewhere in the vicinity of two hundred and sixty five to four hundred pounds. And you better get your head out of your ass when you're walking up to the teller and when you set that yard of beef. And you know what? If you go to buy a yard of beef, that's the only thing you should be buying. I don't want to see you buying fucking a yard of beef, frosted flakes, and Flintstone vitamins. 
All right. Not going to work. I don't say man card, but you better pull it out when you pull out that yard of beef. Keep your dick in your pants. All right. Just pull out that yard of beef. Way too much wiener talk. But I'm talking about a yard of beef. You know it's badass. It's so, it, it just takes up the whole grocery cart. You can buy booze and a yard of beef. Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare throw a gallon of skim milk in there or a head of lettuce. Throw some Magnum condoms on it and be like, and a yard of beef. You know what? Get me a carton of smokes, a log of chew, 30 rack of beer, and see if I don't light this place on fire on my way out. All because of a yard of beef? Yeah, it's important. Another country music singer is a 13 seed. Have you met my neighbor Colby yet? Do you know this guy should probably be on the list? But you don't know him, so I couldn't put him on the list. But we've been doing a lot of listening. A lot of listening lately. And I I tell you what, six months ago, I don't even know how much I like this guy. Not my neighbor, the, the guy on the list. But then you start listening to him and you realize this might be the greatest goddamn country singer in the world. And also, he's got a few bad habits. Let me ask you if you've ever, ever been sitting alone and then started digging up bones. Last night I took your picture. Oh, my gosh. And then everybody just starts bawling. I'm resurrecting memories. I'm resurrecting memory. Oh, baby. And that's just one song. That's just digging up bones. The guy just got his heart broke. All right? He took your ring out of the drawer and gave it a fling. Then some pretty negligee that he bought you to wear. He took it all out. The guy spent all night digging up bones. He's not out in the backyard like a dog, you dumbass. This is real country music. All right? Randy Travis, oh, and the guy is shit-faced all the time, all right? I cannot get into, because it's an inside joke, and I will not get into it, about three wooden crosses, all right? And I pray my roommate, or my roommate, I pray my neighbor's listening. Three wooden crosses, ask me off the air what that, what that song's really about. It's the biggest inside job It's the biggest American-Mexican tragedy in the history of the world. Oh, really? That's just a song about a bunch of awesome people that died. No, 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 no. It's a conspiracy theory, and I swear it is, but we don't need to get into it. Randy Travis is an icon. I mean, a year ago, I was like, yeah, digging up bones is pretty good, but that's it. No, there's like 30 of them. There's so much country music on this list. It's been that kind of pandemic, folks. What's better than... What else do you want to be listening to in in a reverse crisis? The greatest time of your life? Yeah, it has been. Randy Travis is a big part of it. Joe Diffie is a big part of it. There's more country music on this list. All right? So tip your hat, Randy Travis. Oh, my gosh. What what seed is that? Is it 13? Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's the first 12 seed. Never mind. Randy Travis, the first 12 seed. What's the second 12 seed? There's a dog that used to drink beer, and he was a spokesperson for 
Budweiser. And pretty much in the late 80s and early 90s, he was considered beer royalty, and he was a dog. What the hell do you name a dog that likes to chug beer? And uh, what is he, a Rottweiler? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Pitbull? Pitbull, I think. Fuck, call him Spuds McKenzie. I don't know. Wipe your butt with it. Take it home. Spuds McKenzie. That guy was cool as shit. And he's toting gross Bud Light and Bud, Budweiser. Budweiser's the king of beers, all right? I don't drink it. not man enough to. All right? At least I can admit it. Spuds McKenzie chugged it. And he was cool about it, too. He didn't talk. It wasn't a goddamn... He wasn't a cartoon. All right? It was a real dog with real-life problems. Okay? Why do you think he was drinking so much? He got a bad rap. All right? Why wasn't it Suds McKenzie, by the way? I'm not saying that the, the, the marketing team over at Anheuser-Busch is stupid, but wouldn't Suds McKenzie be better? But no, still. Still a badass. Still cool. Spuds McKenzie... Don't need to waste a whole lot of time on him. You know who he is. Two and a half minutes left. No big deal. This hour just flies by, okay? Have you been with me the whole time? I don't know. It's okay if you haven't been. Because, you know, you could be like Brad, and as soon as you hear Joe Diffie, you just click. All right? I got to get the fuck out of here. A Swiss Army knife. Well, I know you're thinking. That's a little immature, isn't it? Put one of those little... T- no, no. I'm talking about a real Swiss Army knife. I'm talking about the fucking thing that's got scissors on it. It's got like 18 different blades, a corkscrew, I don't know, a satellite dish. It's a Swiss Army knife. You can literally survive. Yeah, and once again, do you think I own one? Absolutely not. The fuck am I going to do with a Swiss Army knife? Cut my ear off? No, I got no reason to have a Swiss Army knife. And by the way, why did the why why did the Swedes come up with it? This should be an American Army knife. What are the Swiss doing? You want to get cliche making cheese and badass Army knives. This should be an American thing. This is the only non-American thing on the list, ish. Not even close. Actually, there's a lot of other foreign jobs on here, but. It should be the, the Americans, the, the, the greatest country in the world should have thought of it, and it should be called the American Army Knife. Well, maybe we do have an American Army Knife, and Rambo used it. That's pretty sweet. But he couldn't cut a piece of paper. He couldn't cut himself out of some weeds with it. All right? You never know when you're going to crack a bottle of wine you need a corkscrew. You know what? There, I mean, that's all I got. Swiss Army Knife? Are we going to end the show with a Swiss Army knife? And we're going to start the show with that tomorrow? Hmm. Could get ugly. I don't know. Was that even on the air the entire time? Dad was listening to the wrong show. What is that? That's pretty good. Oh, it'll be good. I don't know. Whatever. I smile, took your picture out from the sinking. Put it on the table and emptied it to the floor. I'm about to throw my phone out the window because of fucking blog talker. God damn it. People are listening to the wrong show, I think.
sucks.